Welcome to Tea Time with Tawana. I'm so excited that you have tuned in. I'm just a not-so-small-town Jersey girl who uses sarcasm to get through life. I'm a paralegal, entrepreneur, gymnastics coach, and freelance writer. You will get a sneak peek into my life, a dose of truth, reality, and funny. Sarcasm, as you know, is my jam, and I can promise you that you will hear that side of me a lot in this podcast. Lessons I have learned on this journey called life, some of my favorite things, and very, very special guests. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone. I struggle and have fears too, but I also like to laugh oftentimes at myself because there really is no other way to get through life. Am I right? My hope for you at the end of every episode is for you to walk away with more than you came with. So without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. This week's episode is titled Adult Children and Divorce. I have a very special guest here with me, my little sister, Sheree. Hi, guys. We will be discussing four topics, including our personal experience surrounding our parents' divorce, how we've coped, what we've learned, and goals for the future. So without further ado, let's get started. So personal experience. Our parents would have been married 33 years this year. It's 2018. They got married in 1985, so this would have been their 33rd year of marriage. And they've separated after 31 years, which was two years ago, but they will be getting a divorce this year. So I never thought that I would say those words out of my mouth. And I've learned that what you see on the outside is not always true. I'm thankful for that. They were the ultimate foundation to what love should be. I based my idea of love off of their marriage sometimes without even realizing it. And at every single function, never missed one sporting event or special occasion. They were always there together. And I never thought that I'd be the one to say, my parents are getting a divorce because it happens to everyone else and not us. But now we are the everyone else, which kind of sucks. I wouldn't say it's the best club to be in, but hopefully with um, talking about this, this helps other people come forward with their stories and it won't be so much of like a stigma and divorce and how it messes people up. But so your parents divorcing when you're an adult is really hard. And my sister and I have been talking about this recently because we have been told that because we're adults that we can deal with it and that we'll be fine and we'll get over it. And we feel very strongly about that, that that is not true. That just because it didn't happen when we were younger doesn't mean that it affects us any less. It affects us in different ways because we're older, but it still affects us nonetheless. And it's just like we've had questions like, why did this happen to us? And why did this happen now Like that we're adults? It's just, you know... I'm getting ready to have kids soon, my sister not so much because she's younger than me, a little bit younger than me, but it's like we both envisioned our par- our parents like being at the house you grew up at, like taking our kids there to like, you know, see what where their parents grew up. Like we were able to see where our parents grew up, like our grandparents' house. Like we both have memories from our childhood of going to our grandparents' house. And it's like now our kids won't see that, which is like really hard. I think that's what hit me the hardest when it first happened. But 
And then also our childhood home is gone, like it's sold. That was the third house I knew. So when I was born, I was taken home from the hospital to my grandparents' house, which was my dad's parents. And I lived there until I was three. And then we lived in another place from three until I was seven. And then my sister, this is the only house she's ever known, but I'll let her get into that because I don't want to talk for her. But there's just so many like damn memories in that house. It's just, it's crazy. It's like all my friends went there, all of her, fr- all of her friends went there. And just cleaning it out was just really surreal because it's like I don't ever remember it being empty other than we moved in when I was seven, which is weird. But so it sucks and it's hard and it just makes me pick apart my own relationships and just makes me pick apart, I guess, kind of pick apart my parents' relationships from now thinking, having time to sit and think about it and just how what I want to do better but we're gonna get into that we're not gonna get into that now but just later on in the episode so I'll let my sister talk about her personal experience with it and we'll go from there okay my personal experience is a little bit different than my sister's like she said she's older so she's closer to more life-changing things like children and marriage I feel like my parents splitting happened at a very bad time for me um I was heading into my last semester of college and kind of not really sure what my next step was and my therapist at the time summarized it pretty well by saying that um, my parents splitting was basically like home leaving me before I officially left home and at that point I wasn't really sure what was going on with the house but it just kind of felt like my foundation was a little shaken and I wasn't really sure what to believe in anymore um it was scary um our family also is not great at communicating so that came to a head not at all no I think that this has helped us a little bit we still have a long ways to go but that was definitely a struggle at first just everybody kind of feeling heard and validated and a lot of anger and just confusion that we didn't really know how to express because we've never done that before. So my personal experience was um, I was overwhelmed and I was scared, but I think going through it is going to help me with my future career. So I'm you know, I'm not happy it happened, but I know I'll be able to help more people because it did, and I've been able to get through it. With coping skills, I mean, it's been different for both of us, but because we each need different things because we're two different individuals. Granted, yes, we're sisters and we come from the same parents, but we're two different people at the end of the day. So my coping skills, I've just gotten through this. Well, first, I didn't talk about it because that's how I cope. As my sister was saying, we do not communicate in our family at all. But that's how I've coped by forcing myself to communicate. Like, I've seen a therapist because of it and also before it. So it was good to have that therapist in place, like, when this happened. So I was able to open up more. So just therapy, and there's actually no shame in people going to therapy. I know it's been a huge stigma on therapy and just mental illness and just communicating and coping in general. Because our society does not know how to cope 
at all. They turn to drugs and alcohol and other things, but that's for another episode. So my coping skills, just therapy once a week or, you know, once every other week, however often I feel like I need it. I started talking to, well, my sister and I talk about it. And then some of my friends I talk about it too. I write a lot. And I also talk to my fiance about it. And sometimes I just don't talk about it. And that's coping for me because I kind of have to still process what's going on. And then um, yoga, which I've been doing yoga since 2009. So I've been turning to yoga. I've turned to yoga in the past two years more. And then just working out in general, I've turned to and go for walks. And I recently started gardening, which helps. And I probably should go by the garden today, but it's, it's raining today, so it should be fine. But gardening has helped and just throwing myself into my business and writing and just gymnastics, teaching gymnastics. So it kind of helps sometimes to get my mind off of it. Other times it helps to talk about it. So it just kind of depends what mood I'm in, but after two years, it's still hard. Like, I still cry about it sometimes if I'm, like, by myself or, like, if it hits me. Like, some things will trigger me, and I'll just be like, damn, this happened. And I'll go through the whole thing from day one all over again. And that's coping, too, because it's a form of therapy as well. But that's just how I cope, and it all just, you know, depends on my mood, depends how I'm feeling. So my sister will get into how she's been coping with us. Uh, I would say initially my coping skills were not the greatest. Um, I reverted to a lot of old habits at first because I just didn't know what was going on and I felt very out of control. Uh, But I also at the time was in school full time and I was working at a part time job and I was busy so I didn't really have much time to sit and think about it. I think that helped at first, but once all of that slowed down and I graduated and it was just work really for responsibility wise, I kind of had to deal with what I had not been dealing with. And um, from that point on, I started talking about it more. Um, I write also. I recently started art therapy back in November and that's been helping a lot in like more ways than just talk therapy does for me um I was using coloring books for a while like adult coloring books watching movies just anything really to kind of not bury it but maybe not have it be in the forefront 24 7 just because it's too much to feel that heavy and of emotion all the time um therapy also has been big so yeah talking mostly okay so we're gonna take a short break Thank you guys for staying with us and staying tuned. So the next thing we're going to talk about basically is what we've both learned from seeing our parents divorce as an adult. Because like we were saying in the beginning, your parents divorcing as an adult is way different from your parents divorcing when you're a child. We have never experienced our parents being divorced as a child, just only as an adult. But, you know, like we've heard stories or whatever, like we may have friends that parents who've divorced when they were younger 
And it is different. It's not the same. It's different. But the end result is that your parents are divorced. They're not together anymore, no matter what age you are. But, and basically what I've learned about my parents, what I've learned about myself, family relationships and life and just in general. So I've learned that nothing is what it seems ever, ever, ever. I'm really big on, I guess this is another episode too, but I compare myself a lot and um, via social media to pictures and like, you know, people posting things. And I've learned that posting pretty pictures on social media, they, it doesn't mean anything at all. Like putting a smile on your face does not always mean that you're happy. A smile is probably the most used and best band-aid for people's problems. That's what our society is good at. Putting on a face, a smiling face, and just going on about your day. But internally, you're struggling, like you're dying. It's just terrible. And it's awful. It's sad. And as an adult and your parents divorcing, you realize that adults go through hard shit. Aside from your adult hard shit that you go through, you realize that, oh, adults do go through hard shit. Like, even your parents. Because for me, like, you, for me, I put my parents on a pedestal when I was younger. It's like, they're your parents. Like, nothing... They could do nothing wrong in your eyes because they're your parents. And I feel like as a kid, you do that with a lot of important adults in your life. You put them on a pedestal naturally just because it's all you know as a child. But I guess if you had a bad childhood, you wouldn't put your parents on a pedestal if they were the reason that you had a bad childhood. So it would be kind of confusing. But I just feel like we're all messed up. We all have issues. We're all scarred. I just wish we talked about it more and we emphasized how much talking helps in this society. It's just crazy. And my idea of marriage has definitely altered. And I know that some won't like that I said that, but it's cool. It's my opinion. It's my life. So it's fine. And basically, I'm not going to get into that. I'm just saying my opinion of marriage has definitely changed. And communication is key. And I can be the first to tell you I am terrible at communicating with people. When I, I don't stick up for myself as often as I should, I don't communicate how I feel. It's awful. I internalize a lot of stuff, and that's just me. And also, I think when people say that's me and that's your personality, it's how you were shaped, how you grew up. So that is how we grew up, basically, not communicating things. Not communicating, like, we communicated big things, but it was, like, the things you had to talk about, where it's, like, it would be, like, if someone passed away, obviously you had to say something, because it's, like, how could you get around not communicating that? But... I'm not shaming my family. It's just, you know, going back to what I've learned, like we never sat down together for dinner. We only did that when we went out to dinner. A lot of my friends, they sat down every single night with their family at the dinner table and they talked about their day, like good and bad. Like we never did any of that shit. And I'm going to do that with my family in the future just because it's like I want to start my children off with a communicative foundation so they don't have to go through the same stuff that I go through. I know they're going to go through their own stuff, but I don't want them to go through this. I kind of have to remedy it now. And again, communication's key. And apparently so is trust, clearly. But, and just to cherish every single moment when you have, that you have with your family, I have an issue with thinking about bad things in the moment. So like, I don't really treasure the moment and I'm guilty of that. It's like I'll think about, oh, I'm home visiting. Oh, I have to go back to, you know, where I live now, tomorrow. Like, I don't, I focus on that. I don't focus, like, having fun in the moment. I focus on what's going to happen next. And I'm working on that. 
That's one of my many issues that I'm dealing with. Again, we're all scarred. We all have issues. We're all broken. But I oftentimes think about having regrets because when I would come home and visit from Maryland to Jersey, I wouldn't always spend time with my family, with all of us together, with all four of us together. Sometimes it would just be my parents and my sister or just my parents because we would be off doing other things. And I sometimes wish that the times, you know, they asked me to like watch a movie with them or go out with them that I wouldn't have said no because it would just be one more memory to add to my vault. But that's one less memory now that I have. And I would go to my room or go off and do my own thing. And I do regret that because the last time we were all together as a family was the last time we were all four together as a family. And I think about that a lot because I wish I had more memories of me being with my family instead of running to do my own thing like instantly. And I learned basically that as an adult, you have to cherish the time you have with your parents because you know they're getting older and things will be changing soon. And my feelings, and I've learned that my feelings do matter and that I should be heard and that my feelings should be heard and that I need to feel all of my emotions as they come and not just be like, oh, it's because this is happening. It's like, you're sad because your parents are getting a divorce. Don't just put on a soldier face and be like, oh, I'm fine. I'll get over it. It's like, yeah, you may be fine eventually, but you're not fine now and it's okay. And not to forget about me, like still do the things that I like to do, like self-care activities, like taking a bath, getting a pedicure, doing this podcast, like, you know, watching crime shows because that's what I like. No, I'm not crazy. I just like crime shows and so does my sister, but we'll get into that in another episode. Um, drinking wine, drinking a beer, going for a walk, doing yoga, anything like just, I need to not forget about me. And I learned that I have learned all of that in therapy basically. So I'm able to talk it out in therapy and receive good advice for that. In the beginning, I struggled with what could have, what I could have done differently. And then I realized my parents' marriage was not about me or my sister. It was about them. It had nothing to do with us and, um, the love our parents have for us didn't alter because of their divorce I would argue that it's actually stronger to an extent I mean they don't love us less now it's just we're not going to get into that but anyway you I think you guys understand what I'm saying and that nothing in life is certain you have to again treasure every single moment that you have because everything can change in the blink of an eye literally and we didn't know that our last Christmas there all four of us together would be our last Christmas there we didn't know because two months later that's when it all went downhill it was actually right after my best friend's wedding, which is really funny. Kind of ironic, but not. Um, and basically just, I've also changed the way I look at family in general. And family is whatever definition you give it, as well as extended family. Because sometimes you need to step back from people that you were not close to before, but sometimes you need to go within yourself during this time to understand what you want out of life and just understand that certain people are not going to understand what you're going through because they have not gone through it and they won't go through it because we all go through different things like not the same thing but different things on a different level too and I started to question a lot of things but that led to more questions which led to more frustration so I've stopped questioning I guess but just the number one things are just cherish every moment and not think about what's going to happen next and just to feel what I'm feeling in the moment and realize that my feelings do matter and it's okay to speak up for myself whether I'm hurting someone or not because it's important to take care of you because at the end of the day you are all that you have and I'm gonna hand the mic over to my sister okay well 
I would say being in a master's in social work program is definitely helping to kind of like solidify things that I've learned from this experience. Like I'm realizing a lot of the techniques that I'm learning in school would have been very helpful. Um, but specifically I've learned that, uh, like my sister said, we are all struggling in some way. I've learned that secrets keep you sick and by not expressing what's on your mind and what's bothering you, you're letting it build up and fester and it can turn into things like resentment and just really negative emotions that can destroy relationships and I think it's definitely important to validate your own feelings so that there's no fear in expressing them. Um, the biggest thing I've learned from this is being allowed to feel what I feel, being allowed to express it and have it just be that. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, I've also learned how important communication is. I think I always knew, but I can. this kind of showed me like the detrimental effects of not communicating well. So I'm definitely trying to break the cycle in that sense. I've had a lot of personal issues kind of come to the forefront because of tendencies and just patterns that I have developed over the years because of my family of origin, I guess. And there are things that I don't want my kids to go through. So like my sister said, kind of setting a foundation for your kids to openly communicate with you. I definitely think that's a goal for me. I don't want my kids to ever feel like they have to struggle through any of their problems alone or like they can't talk about any kind of inner turmoil they have. Um, I've learned that being a parent is much more than just having kids. Like, also, putting my parents on a pedestal growing up, I think I didn't realize until this whole situation that our parents are also human and they're, they're just adult humans and they have problems that they haven't worked through maybe that can lead to more problems in the future. So I definitely think kind of keeping in mind the perspective that um, parents and adults are not perfect they're just a little bit better at acting like everything's okay which I think is kind of a flaw that I've developed that I would like to overcome and I would say just learning how to get through hard times I've gotten from this uh, when everything first kind of started I was not sure how I was going to get through it and then I had a lot of other things happen afterwards that kind of made life a lot more difficult the past couple of years. Um, but I know at 24, the things that I've been through are not all that I'm going to go through. And I'm going through them now to, one, help me be a better professional. And two, just kind of prepare me for when things happen again in the future when I have more responsibilities and more tough times I know that I can handle them because I've been through things like this at a much younger age too and without some of the resources I might have as an adult to get through them so just kind of remembering that hard times don't 
stay forever. I've gotten through plenty, and I will get through plenty more. I think those are the biggest things I've learned from this. Okay, so the last topic we're going to talk about basically is just, um, first I said one thing, but just a few things that we both hope to accomplish in the future in regards to and as a result of this experience. So in the future, I hope to accomplish communicating better with my kids in the future and just letting them know that they are not alone in whatever they're going through and then they can talk to me and their dad about anything and that it's okay. And just communicating just in my personal relationships, like, with my spouse, even with my parents, too, because also it was kind of hard to communicate how I felt about this to my parents because it was about them, so I just didn't feel like I had a place or a right to. But I want to learn how to do that better and how to communicate in my friendships better, my relationships at work, and just people in general and just expressing how I feel about things. and Just being able to accomplish not letting things happening to me stop me from doing the things that I want to do and just knowing that just because you have something planned or just because you want something to happen doesn't mean that it's going to happen and then it's not your fault well I guess it depends if you don't work hard enough but that's another episode but basically to communicate better is what I want to accomplish and to let my my future kids know that they are not alone in whatever they're going through and they can come to me and their father about anything and basically just that Communication, communication, communication. And that's what I hope to accomplish. Um, in the future, I think the biggest thing I want to accomplish uh, would probably be my professional career. I feel like a lot of the things that I've been through are going to be similar to um, the experiences that my clients will be having. And I think that... I will be a stronger professional, a stronger clinical social worker because I have been through these bad experiences and gotten through them. I know what it took for me and I know that it's possible. So I think that um, definitely in the future I want to accomplish being able to use my negative experiences, especially this one, to become a better professional. Uh, I would also like to continue improving my communication skills I think that's just gonna take some time I had like 22 years of pretty bad patterns that I have to undo so just being patient with myself knowing that that is my end result and I will get there if I keep working at it working to break negative cycles that have been repeated and overall in the future, I would just like to keep developing thicker skin and continue rolling with the punches of life, not giving up, knowing that I am always capable of getting through anything that is thrown at me and to just keep striving because there will always be better days. So I hope you guys have learned a lot from this episode. I want to hear your feedback. You can reach out to me on social media and just let me know how you feel about it or how you feel about this episode. I also want to hear if you have any if you have had any experience, if your parents have gotten divorced, if you know if you know anybody, if anyone in your family has and has affected you personally. 
I just want to have like, you know, an open line of communication with that. But I will put in the show notes everything that we've talked about. And then also like where you can find me on social media so you can reach out to me. I'm on Instagram and I'm also on Facebook. And we'll I'll just say it here now. And also if you're in the car and you don't have time to read it. But on Instagram, it's Tawana underscore N underscore page. That's Instagram. And then I have a personal page on Facebook. And I also have a business page and a business group on Facebook. My business page and my business group is called Lip Approved because I, I am an entrepreneur. I do sell cosmetics and makeup, but you can find me there. You can reach out to me on the, in either one of those in the page or the group, or you can DM me or I'll have this up on Instagram. You can comment, but I really want to hear if you've had any personal experiences with a, being an adult and adults divorcing, whether it was your parents, your aunt, uncle, cousins, friends, anybody. I would just like to hear everyone's different experiences with it. I want to have like an, you know, an open line of communication with it, but I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Guys, thank you so, so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Tea Time with Tawana. I hope it spoke to you, and I hope you took something away from this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to anywhere where there are podcasts, and also do me a favor and tell your friends, your family, and your neighbors. I'll talk to you soon.